are listening to Great to Glorious, the podcast on mission to help you experience a great life today, a better life tomorrow, and a glorious life forever. Here is your host, Dr. Paul Mathenia. I'm excited to welcome you to the premier podcast of Great to Glorious. I am Paul Mathenia, your host and founder of Great to Glorious, a seminar ministry about life now and forever. I'm also blessed to serve as pastor of Beechmont Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. I believe it is appropriate in this introductory podcast to give you a little bit of my personal background. I have served in the Lord's churches for over 47 years as a pastor. During that time, I earned my Master of Divinity degree at Mid-America Baptist Theological Seminary in Memphis, Tennessee, and I earned my Ph.D. from Omega Graduate School, formerly called Oxford Graduate School when I attended there, and that is located in Dayton, Tennessee. It was a combination of my pastoral experience and my doctoral studies that brought this seminar ministry to life. My dissertation was the biblical teaching about life, death, and beyond. I will be sharing a lot of those truths that I learned during that research and proved to be very helpful to those who went through the research projects and seminars that developed as a result. The seminars proved to be very valuable to those who participated by helping them clarify biblical truths and to help them bring their understanding into agreement with Holy Scriptures. Everything in the seminars and in these podcasts will be based on the inerrant, infallible Word of God. God has revealed these truths to us clearly, but many people have missed them or misunderstood them, and it is important that while we are in this life, we learn how to experience the greatest life ever after this physical life has been completed. Today's episode is A Glorious Tragedy. The year 2020 will be remembered as a year that has taken us into areas we have never experienced in ministry and in personal life. Everyone has been dramatically affected by a pandemic because of COVID-19. It has cost the lives of far too many people. If my goal is to assure you of life now and forever, it is evident that I cannot ignore the enemy of your life, which is death. You or someone you know may have recently lost a loved one to this vile intruder, and all such loss brings new challenges in dealing with sorrow and grief. I pray today's topic will be a word of encouragement to you and above all, a beacon of hope. So what then is a glorious tragedy? Glorious and tragedy are two words not often associated with one another, but 
I trust you will come to understand why it is appropriate to do so in our current context. First, consider the word tragedy. Tragedy is defined as an event causing great suffering or extreme sorrow or distressing loss. The loss is genuinely distressing when speaking about the loss of life. Now consider the word glorious. There's a mighty contrast there. Glorious is variously defined as great beauty and splendor, something delightful and wonderful, or worthy of admiration. Glorious is used to describe anything from a magnificent sunset to the glory and splendor of God Himself. Both of these words came to my mind when I received the news that a very dear friend recently died of COVID-19. Up to the time he contracted the virus, he was robust, active, and full of life. And then all of a sudden, he's gone. I prayed for his wife and family and for the church he faithfully served and for myself as I grieved following his departure from this earthly life. As a pastor, it has been my responsibility to deal with death on many occasions over these four decades of ministry. But in my latest attempt to pray and seek God's wisdom and give comfort and provide some explanation for such situations, these two words came to my mind, glorious tragedy. My friend was a follower of Jesus Christ, a loving father, a husband, and a faithful servant of our Lord. And in all of that, he was a great encouragement to me. Why did he die when others much weaker have survived? How will this tragic event bring glory to God? And how can a watching world know there is purpose in all we experience? Well, God has graciously and truthfully given us the answers to such questions in His Word, the Bible. For instance, why does one succumb to this virus and another does not? God revealed in Hebrews 9.27 that it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. All of us have an appointment with death, but the reality is we will not be late for that appointment, nor will we be early. It is God alone who determines the boundaries of our lifespan on earth when our appointment comes Death is inevitable. Until it comes, however, physical life is indestructible. That means you're not going to be early and you're not going to be late for your appointment with death. Most humans are surprised by the arrival of an end-of-life event, but God never is. He is in complete control of life and death. Let me share some passages from God's Word to confirm what I'm talking about. First of all, God is the source of all life. Listen to the Apostle Paul as he spoke on Mars Hill in Athens, talking to intellectuals and philosophers of his day in Acts 17, 24 through 26. Speaking of God, he said, 
He himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on the face of the earth. He went on to say about God, in him we live and move and have our being. So it is God who brings every person into existence, and every day of your life is formed, designed, and planned by God before you experience life's first moments. This was divinely revealed to David as he penned it in Psalm 139, where we read, My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. That's Psalm 139, 15 through 16. And then listen to the amazing revelation that Jesus gives us in John chapter 5, beginning at verse 24. He speaks of the sovereignty of God the Father and his own sovereignty as God the Son over life and death. Hear these words. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. What an amazing passage of Scripture. This tells us that God, as the source of life and giver of life, is also found to be the reality of his Son, Jesus Christ, when it comes to life and death. Now, how do all these relate to the topic at hand, a glorious tragedy? All of us will die, and when we do, it will be a tragedy to someone. The death of my friend brought sorrow to my life and, along with it, the strong emotion of grief. For his family, these realities are greatly multiplied. And since that time, there have been at least three more families with whom I am personally involved that have also suffered the loss of a loved one, some by COVID-19 and one very recently by a tragic accident. In each case, there is extreme sorrow and suffering. That is the tragedy of death. But I am here mainly to talk to you about life. As our opening states, this is the podcast on mission to help you experience a great life today, a better life tomorrow, and a glorious life forever. By God's grace, I will carry out that mission, which I am confident He has called me to pursue. You will learn that your earthly life can be so much better than just getting by. 
It can be great, full, abundant through a life lived in fellowship with Jesus. He told his followers, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly, have it to the full, have it overflowing. But there is more. I want to help you see beyond this current temporary life to a far better life when you depart from your physical body. That, by the way, is the biblical meaning of death. It's the separation of the soul spirit from the body. And then I want to go even further and look at a glorious life throughout eternity when you will exist in a resurrected, glorified body. Here's where I'm going to throw a big dose of reality into this discussion, though. You have already heard it if you were listening, but most of us tend to tune out that part of the dialogue that we're not interested in hearing. What really matters is that we understand this truth. What is the reality I am talking about? I'm talking about the fact that the only way to get to a glorious life is go through this thing called death. Physical death must take place before you can enjoy the glory of living forever. Here again, what the Apostle Paul says in Philippians 1.21, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Paul's life was based in fellowship with Jesus Christ. His, he wanted his life to exemplify the life of Christ to others. He wanted people to know that he was a follower of Christ, that he was a believer in Christ, that he saw the resurrected Christ and was sharing that news with people around him. But he knew that eventually his life was going to be over, as is the case of everyone that is comes into existence in this world. And so he adds this little statement at the end, and to die is gain. What is he talking about? Well, as he says in two verses down in verse 23, he goes on to emphasize, I am hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. Do you understand what Paul is saying? He is saying that when we are in this physical body, we are separated from God in a real face-to-face -face experience. But when we are out of this body, when physical death comes, we get to go to be in God's very presence, and we see his glory, and we see his blessing, and that is far better than even the best life you can live here on this earth. Now, I'm going to talk a little about that, uh, talk about that a little bit more in just a moment, but let me give you one other passage I think is very important. Psalm 116, 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. This verse may be difficult to understand at first, uh, but not if you think about it. Christmas was just a short time ago. As a matter of fact, one of our 
children and his family just left two days ago, and we had a tremendous blessing when they were visiting with us. Besides the birth of my Lord and Savior, one of the things that makes Christmas precious to me is that my children come home. If we are excited and consider it a precious thing when our children come home, why are we surprised that God would feel the same when his children come home? I hope you'll be comforted with that thought. God is looking forward to having that fellowship with us, just like he prayed in the great high priestly prayer, Father, I want them to be with me where I am. These are answers to the prayers that Jesus himself has prayed for us as his children. And so I hope you will be comforted when you look at death from God's point of view. Listen to his word that I talked about a moment ago in 2 Corinthians 5, beginning at verse 6. Paul writes again, So we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, that's talking about our current physical life, while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. That means we're not in his direct presence. Verse 7 continues, For we walk by faith, not by sight. I haven't seen heaven, but I believe in heaven. I haven't seen God, but I believe in God. It is a matter of faith, but not a faith that is blind. It is a faith based on the truth and revelation in God's holy word. So I know everything about heaven that I will talk about and teach you about is real because God has said it is real. And then verse 80 says, in fact, we are confident and we would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Oh, listen to me, dear friend. If you could interview interview your loved ones who have already departed this life and gone to be with Jesus, not one of them would want to come back to this life. They would prefer greatly the being at home with the Lord, being away from this physical body and being at home with the Lord. Now, let me remind you, when anyone dies, it is a tragedy. We should grieve. We should grieve with those families. We should be concerned about those that are suffering during this pandemic. And I want you to know and your family to know that if you're one of those who are suffering, God loves you, I love you in Jesus, and I want you to see the good news of how death has been overcome by Jesus Christ. For us left behind, the tragedy is very real, but for the person who has trusted in Christ, who has repented of their sins, who has placed their faith in Jesus alone, death is glorious. Because at that point of death, they immediately find themselves in the presence and glory of their Creator and Savior. My prayer for all who are listening is that your death, which is surely coming, will be a glorious experience.
that you'll go from a great life today to a far better life when this temporary life is over. And I will be speaking in detail about these things in future podcasts, and I hope you will tune in then. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I would be very grateful if you would like and subscribe to this podcast so you can be notified when the next podcast is available. Also, share this with your friends, especially those that you feel need to have some encouragement during this time. I pray it will be encouraging to them as well as it has been to you. God bless you, and I look forward to seeing you the next time. Thanks for listening to Great to Glorious. Be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. To learn more, visit us online at greattoglorious.com.